Welcome to the Loud Ass Introvert Podcast. You're with me, your host, Emmy, certified nutritionist, personal trainer, yogi, and expert introvert. Good afternoon, listeners. Actually, we're one minute away from that being a true statement, but I'm going to go ahead and say that anyway. I am sitting here in my room and I've decided that I wanted to do a solo episode today that's bite-sized. I want this to be more regular than the longer interviews that I do. Obviously, it takes more time and effort in scheduling um, to arrange these interviews with people to bring you guys the full-on one-hour-long episode. But it's much easier to conduct these little bite-sized episodes. I feel like I can just have a quick chat with you guys. It can be about anything. It can be themed. I can kind of get my point across and then move on. And you guys can just listen to me through your little commutes and move on and not have to feel like you have to commit a whole hour with me. Anyway, today I want this to be the start of a recurring thing, which is a book review. However, I'm going to do it a little differently than a full-on book review. I, for one, do not want to bring spoilers into this review. I want this more to be like a book suggestion. I want this to be a grazing through of a book that I've already read, and I want to convince you to hopefully pick it up and read it yourself, (laughs) if you know what I mean. So it's going to be somewhat of an introduction to the book, the way I see the book, and I'm going to pick and choose a few bits and pieces from the book, whether it's a quote or the concept of a certain chapter, and bring light to it so that you guys can be convinced that this can be your next read. So yeah, I would like this to be recurring since I read a lot, and I've always wanted to share about my books. And I feel like in previous platforms like Instagram or Facebook, it's a little harder to do these bite-sized reviews without it taking too much space in the feed. And, you know, with those platforms that cater more, like a shorter attention span when you're just scrolling through, I just didn't feel like it would do the books I read justice by giving you a picture and a lengthy caption about the book. So I feel like this podcast is perfect to do what I want to do with it. Today, I'm going to be talking about the book called Grit by Angela Duckworth. I've picked this book up a couple years ago, but I left it in my shelf until last year. It was uh, recommended to me by a friend who thoroughly enjoyed the book and it really helped him uh, to call out his bullshit when he was feeling complacent. I saw the value in it in passing in the beginning, but I didn't think until last year I was at a a point in my life where I really needed to be called on my bullshit. I was getting complacent and the timing was right, so I picked the book up and I let the book guide me to really challenge myself and call out my own bullshit. Now, this will make sense when I talk more uh, about this book. And if you've heard about the book already, then you get the idea. The book is written by Angela Duckworth. She is a psychologist. In this book, she explains why passion and resilience are the secrets to success. Now, that's the official subtitle of the book, and it is self-explanatory in a sense where this book truly quantifies success in a sense. It explores the idea that talent and luck are not the key things that drive success. It plays a part for sure. You know, when you get lucky or you're just naturally good at something, it helps. It helps a lot. 
But what happens then when you fail? Once you fail, talent and luck is not what does it, but the true qualities that lead to outstanding achievement lie in passion and resilience, at least according to this book. She doesn't just convince you with words or subjective ideas. What I really like about this book is she goes into the effort of quantifying it. She brings science and mathematics into the equation. She has really clear, practical equations that help you understand that you combine A and B equals success. But it's not that simple, right? She goes into, I'm flipping through the book here as I am recording this because I want to be accurate. Um, She explores first and foremost um, studies, case studies in military, in flight attendant schools, in piloting schools um, to understand why a lot of people start in the beginning, more people drop out, and towards the end of graduation, you're left with the fair few, AKA the grittier ones of the bunch um, to kind of give you an idea to persuade you that this can be a thing, this can be true. Grit is what drives success. Uh, Later in the book, she goes on to ask how gritty you are and that leads to a really nice like rating system. It's like a personality test type thing, right? The format's got that like, strongly disagree, neutral, somewhat agree, that kind of measurement to a bunch of questions that you can fill out. And that will give you a person um, percentile and a grit score. So it gives you a very clear numeric way to quantify your grit, because I feel like it's such a subjective case by case measure that it's so strange that we start with metrics to um, quantify it. But Um, She also understands the subjectivity of it. It's not a black and white thing. These are just gauging meters that can help you understand where you're at. And I also feel like with different subjects, with different cases, your grit measurements are probably different, right? You could probably be more emotionally endurant to certain things and less in other things. At least that's true for me. Later on in the book, I mean, she starts off with a lot of theory, with a lot of like showing her work so that her argument is proved to be legit. But later in the book, towards halfway, she goes into the practice of it all, of how you can become grittier. She has um, great charts here showing your skill meter, um, the time meter, and how you can be a world-class expert if your skill is high, but the time you've spent practicing, revising, um, coming back up when you fall, all that. When, you know, both of these things are high, the skill and the time. If both follow a, por- a positive correlation, you can be a world-class expert. Um, and there's also that low point where you are most likely to drop out. She explores different areas as well um, of how you can become grittier. She explains how you can be a grit a gritty parent, it sounds so weird, but how you can be, how you can use grit to parent your children better. I really like that. I think emotional endurance is key with parenting. Um, I'm not a parent myself, so I'm not going to try and go into definites here, but I think that that is a great, I mean, as a child, right? And you see your parents and then you recognize now moments when they were emotionally enduring and you applaud them for it first and foremost and then you pick up that that's somehow required because you've been such a brat to them all these years at least that's true for me 
Another cool thing um, towards the end of the book that she explores is hope. I'm going to read this because I've highlighted uh, this little area. I really, that really stood out to me because I, you know, as, as jaded as I am half the time, I'm a bit of an optimist, right? And I, even before I picked up this book, I tried to, in certain situations, I recognize my own optimism and then I check with it. I use my jadedness in my realistic logical mindset part of my brain to reason with my hope and try to keep it in check to make sure I'm not hoping blindly and that I'm not naive in situations. I really try. So when she talks about hope in this book, I'm, I, it sparked my interest. Here's a line that I've highlighted. She goes, there's an old Japanese saying, fall seven, rise eight. If I were ever to get a tattoo, I get these four simple words, inked. What is hope? One kind of hope is the expectation that tomorrow will be better than today. It's the kind of hope that has us yearning for sunnier weather or a smoother path ahead. It comes without the burden of responsibility. Grit depends on a different kind of hope. It rests on the expectation that our own efforts can improve the future. I have a feeling tomorrow will be bitter is different from I resolve to make tomorrow better. The hope that gritty people have has nothing to do with luck and everything to do with getting up again. I love that. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that amazing moment in the dark night, uh, not the dark night, my bad, in Batman Begins, where Alfred turns to Bruce Wayne and says, why do we fall, sir? So that we can get back up. I probably didn't quote that perfectly, but you get the idea. So that's all I'm going to share from the book in terms of quotes, because I don't want to spoil the book for you. And I really want you to pick it up and read it for yourself and have your reactions to the words be genuine and it can have an impactful um, effect on you. I lied. I have one more quote. <laughs> That's how my brain works. Listening to my podcast can be a bit of a um, chronological mindfuck because I'm never linear with anything except for progressive overload in the gym. I've noted this quote down because I made sure that I wanted to say it to you guys. It says, our potential is one thing. What we do with it is quite the other. I really like that. And you know why? I naturally ring with this because when I was growing up, I've always, not always, my bad, I've almost always skated by with luck or talent. And this is not to gloat. This is not to say I'm just freaking awesome. I just had leeway when it came to a few things. I had what I found early on in my life was just this, in a, this, this ability to adapt. I was always really observant and it's that introverted nature, right? Where you spend a lot of time observing people and you're quite internal um, with how you relate to the world. So I saw how things worked and I've thrived around that. Understanding how things worked made me adaptable. It made me fast. It made me, you know, I was always reading one page ahead in life, um, naturally. I didn't have to try, it was effortless. And I started getting things to happen for me 
by using that quality. And it made me a little cocky at times, you know, because I could just get by without studying so much for exams, without having to really try so hard. I was really good at improvising. I was good at thinking on the whim. So I didn't make a habit out of being gritty. I didn't try so much. I didn't go home and practice. I went home and slept and then hoped for the best the next day because I almost always get away with it. And that can only take me so far. It can only take anyone so far. And the more I grew up, the more I started to see for myself in life, in work, in relationships, in any area that you, at the end of the day, effort is what counts. Like, I treat talent and luck as something that's a good starter point. It's like a handicap point in golf, right? It gives you that head start. But what drives you to really make it at the 18th hole is your grit and the practice and the humility in knowing that you still got to do the freaking work at the end of the day. So, yep, that is my two cents on the book Grit and how it has personally impacted me. I don't want to go into too much detail again because I want to keep this episode lighthearted and bite-sized for you to take you through your little commute or whatever you're doing for today. If you want to hear more about the book, I suggest you read it first and then we can have a proper discussion because I'm also down to really talk to fellow readers in depth about a book. I've always wanted to be in a book club. I should maybe get that going for this year. That can be a 2020 thing. Do more book club things with people. Wow, my face just changed because the introverted me is like, oh, people. (laughs) All right. This is going to bring the episode to an end. I hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble on about a book. I'm going to try and organize my thoughts better for the next episodes that I do these book reviews. My mind is just so nonlinear, and I just decided in the beginning of this episode to go with it because it's like when you're really talking to me, this will probably be how I will be talking to you, and I didn't want to be someone I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you guys have the rest of the day filled with joy and learning and fun. And I will see you for the next episode. The next episode will be a long one. It's going to be an interview with somebody so special to me. We already pre-recorded the episode, so I'll be releasing it when the time comes. You guys are really going to love her. Like I can't can't even contain myself, but I'm going to force myself to. I don't want to let out too much. Have a great day, you guys. I'll see you for the next one. Bye-bye.